Hey, 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 everybody. This is Harriet Westmore with the More Wine and Music podcast, the podcast where we discuss music over a glass of wine. Welcome to episode number 30 of the season three rock and roll 50s genre. Before we get started, I want everybody to hit that like, hit that subscribe, hit that um, share button. Also, um, go to www.morewineandmusic.com um, to see past genre music that I have um, broadcasted from seasons one and two. All right, this season in episode number 30 of the early 50s rock and roll, I am going to talk about the coasters. Um, I remember the coasters. No, I no. I, let me let me take that back. I was not born when the coasters were very active. I just remember hearing their music as a child because my dad was an avid fan of the '50s um, rock and roll era. So I just remember listening to some of the um, um, music, some of the songs of of their uh, music on on the albums as I was a, a child. And I mean, I would describe the Coasters as a very comical type vocal group who sang about things that were funny, but yet true. But they but they just have such a comical way of uh, of describe you know talking about whatever the lyrics of the songs that they uh, recorded. But who were they? Okay, um, they were actually started from two brothers, which were um, William and Ray Richards. And this was in Oakland in California in 1945. And along with a friend of theirs named Ty Terrell, they were a trio. But actually, when they became the coasters of who we know in the 50s, the members were Carl Gardner, Billy Guy, Leon Hughes, and Bobby Nunn. Um, they all came, you know, they came from Oakland, California, but then decided to move into the LA area where they feel that they would be more, um, have a more better chance of becoming famous. And so their main influence of music was secular music rather than rhythm and blues. And they decided to take their talent because if you listen to any of their records, they have such a great vocal harmony together. And so they took their harmony and, um, they just created these wonderful songs that were just light and just funny and just, you know, enjoyable for young people to, to listen to. So at first, before prior to becoming the coasters, they were known as um, the Robins. And so <laughs> the Robins, while they recorded for the um, A Latin record, which was a subsidiary uh, record company. Um, they, they recorded in 1949, but obviously 
I never heard of them. And I'm probably sure nobody else have. I mean, their record wasn't as popular as with as when they would change their um, names to become the Coasters. Um, by number, by number of uh, one hit, as a Robin though, as when they were recording as the Robins, they were um, their number one hit was Double Crossing Blues, and that song was featured little esther phillips and then in 1953 they met lieber and stoller when they moved from crown records to rca and in 1954 robbins followed lieber and stoller to spark records um richard berry who was an, another member he was actually a member of the uh group called the flares and he was asked to come to the Robin to sing lead bass on their first release of records, which was called Right in Cell Block Number Nine. Um, that didn't make a, it wasn't a national hit, but it did sell at least 100,000 copies in the Los Angeles and Bay Area. So, I mean, you know, while they weren't, very, very popular in the early 50s. I think they became more popular between the late and more in the late 50s. And at that time, you know, before they became who they are, who we know as the uh, Coasters, Carl Gardner and Bobby Nunn, um, they stayed with Lieber and Stoller and Billy Guy, who was a comedian singer. And they, you know, just, they, I guess they just wanted to kind of revamp their whole style. And they wanted to create something that was a little more light than what they were doing before. And so um, in um, 1956, they became... Um, known as the Coasters. They, they changed their names. So it's like they changed their names a few times um, from the, the Robins. And I think before that, they were called the Excelsior. And I mean, you know, the, they were changing, they you know they changed their names and then they finally became the Coasters. And in 1956, their song... Um, was their first single out of, in, in 1956 was Down in Mexico. And I do remember that song. That was on one of the, the songs that was on one of the albums that my dad had. So I, I do remember that song. And then the next one was called um, Searching, back with um, Young Blood, And that went to number one and number three. And then in 1957, they started picking up as far as um, notoriety and popularity. In 1957, they sold 2 million copies. And, um, you know, it, it, it was becoming, they were becoming to be, they were coming to get their groove, so to speak. But there were people that didn't really um, care for their clowning um, of their song, because again, like I said, if you listen to a lot of their songs, their songs was very light, um, very um, comical. 
Um, and, and there were some people that just didn't, you know, care for that. I don't know why, but I guess not. So, but they, you know, in, but again, it was part of that doo-wop and, you know, but they got caught some um, backlash because of that. Um, as they were trying to progress on their next three singles, they didn't sell. Um, but and this was in LA. So they decided to just, you know, leave LA. Okay. Let's try our genre, our, our, our style of, so, uh, of songs and go to New York. So in 1957, they moved to New York and they met a guy who was named Cornell or Cornelius. I've seen both names um, during the research it was either Cornell or Cornelius Gunter. I've seen his name as Gunther with a T-H, but I think his actual name was a was Gunter. Um, he, <laughs> ironically, sang with the Flares, and um, he was asked to uh, replace um, a uh, member one member of the group at that time who was Jesse Obi. And in 1957, Bobby Nunn, who was um, part of the group quit and was replaced by Will um, Dub Jones. And he was formerly of the group called the Yak. And this, which kind of sparked the, the new song Yakety Yak. I again, I remember that song, and it was basically was aimed at teenagers talking about their problems that they actually experienced. So between Yakety Yak and then Charlie Brown, that came out in um, 1959, and also um, along came uh, Jones. That was in 1959. And then um, the America in America's um, everybody song that everybody can relate to was also in 1959, and that was Poison Ivy. And I really, really liked that song. I just remember playing that over and over again on on the um, album that my dad had. So the, I mean, this was all you know. So I think 1959 was actually their best year for songs and, and, and their fame. But as we all know, and just knowing, you know, the history of the, the style and the songs of the 50s, 1959 was really a pivotal point of, um, of change in, in the rock and roll genre. As we talked about earlier, in um, prior episode with um, Richie Valens, that was the song. That was the the year that we lost three um, big rock and roll stars, and it was you know, which is now known as the day the music died, which was the loss of Richie Valens, Buddy Holly, and the Big Bopper from a horrible plane crash. So I think in 1959, that was just the kind of the beginning of the end of the 50s era 
everything has um, the whole dynamic change at that point. And in, and in doing so, the coasters pretty much was kind of lost in that change. And they really didn't um, do anything else in the 60s instead of um, I think in 19 between 1960 and 1961 they recorded a few songs but it just wasn't like their peak in um, the three the the singles that they've made between 57 58 and 59 so their last, their last, their very last song that they recorded together as um, a group was Love Potion number nine, and that was in 1971. And again, I, you know, the coast, the, their, their style of music just couldn't cut it in the 60s. I think all, all the, um, a lot of the groups that came through and, and recorded in the 50s just couldn't cut it. I mean, this, the whole dynamic, the whole world was changing, the politics, I mean, the unrest of the civil rights and everything that was just changing. And a lot of the groups in the 50s were just lost and, and just couldn't keep up with the, the influx of the turmoil that was going on at that time. And the coasters were, coasters were one of those groups that just, you know, just couldn't keep up. So, but interesting enough, they were inducted into the Hall of Fame. And, um, you know, this was in um, at the Rock Hall of Fame in here in Cleveland, in the Cleveland area in 1987. I mean, they did make a impact in the 50s and that's why I wanted to kind of portray them because they did make an impact of the 50s and because I remember and listened and enjoyed their their lighthearted um, co um, comical uh, songs it was just cute to me you know even though I, I was a kid but it, it was just cute it wasn't nothing sexual or nothing you know, that was just, you know, doom and gloom. It was just very, to me, it was, I thought it was my lighthearted. And I just loved how they, their harmony, um, the guys had such a great harmony in, in their songs. And so, you know, it, it, it was short-lived. Their, their career was very short-lived. But interesting enough, later on in decades later, there are still obviously the not the same original um coasters you know of the original a few of the original coasters have passed on but there have been tragedies that two of the coaster coasters members um died in a um homicidal way the two coastal members were murdered and so if you um, I'm going to talk about that on my YouTube channel the more wine music um, behind the the behind the the songs 
story behind the songs on the music channel, on my mu YouTube music channel, More Wine and Music um, channel. So I will put the link in the show, show note so that you can listen to um, the stories of the two group members that were ultimately murdered um, for, you know, two cir circumstances where it's just kind of eerie that two famous um, members of, of a one group of the same group, they were both murdered, um, both of different circumstances. But uh, so I, I, I will talk about that on my YouTube channel, which is the uh, More Wine and Music YouTube channel, the story behind the music. So episode 30, the coasters, very short because it was very short-lived group. So hit that like and hit that like and hit that subscribe button on all podcast platforms, www.morewineandmusic.com. And be sure to subscribe to my new YouTube channel of the More Wine and Music, the story behind the music, where I talk more in depth about different tragedies behind a lot of the entertainers that um, we know and have known from yesteryear to current. And um, next week, episode number 31, I have a special treat that I, I'm working on. So I'm not going to say anything right now, but I'm hoping um, I will be able to um, record and showcase that Pacific episode before the year's end. If not, it will be next month. So I think it would be an interesting, it will be an interesting episode. But in the meantime, next week, I think we're going to go into a girl group. I have not decided yet. So I'm just going to leave that open. So we're going to just decide. I'll decide right then and there. I mean, when I, um, you know, go on, I'll, I'll do a little advertisement before I figure out who I want to um, talk about for episode number 31. Okay, everybody stay safe. And again, check out my YouTube channel, More Wine and Music, Story Behind the Music, YouTube, to find out in, about what happened to two of the members of the coasters and their um, demise of, of, you know, being murdered and the tragedy that happened, the circumstances that happened. Okay. You guys take care. Talk to you next week. Bye.